0: When you look at what we talked about before with Marvel and DC, and you have all of this literature that you can draw from, whether it's comic books or um, or graphic novels or standalone stories that are written, you can use these as inspiration. Same thing with, with anime, right? With manga, you have all of this literature, mm-hmm. all of these stories that you can draw from and you can either choose to follow along those same storylines or you can deviate and kind of create your own. Star Wars exists in, like, this completely separate universe now because you had years, hundreds of books that were written that you could draw stories from, and (laughs) Kathleen Kennedy stepped in and said, yeah, we're not going to do any of that. So it's really interesting to me that when you look at shows like The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, uh, um, Andor, and now you've got Ahsoka uh um coming down the pipeline oh oh uh kenobi obviously um you've had as well but all of these being like standalone stories or you know stories that were cultivated specifically for one character in the case of kenobi or andor and ahsoka or that you're creating almost like a new corner of the univer universe with things like the mandalorian it 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 kind of begs the question like are they missing a beat by not tapping into more of the literature that has been available. Um, and going with that, what's a fandom? My <laughs> name is Josh. Uh, today I am joined by Mr. Liam DeCosmo. I promise I'm not crying uh, on the cover of this episode, or am I?
1: Are you crying?
0: It's all right. Um,
1: and today we've got a fun episode. Uh, we're gonna be pitching Star Wars, or st- I'm sorry, I apologize for my for swearing. We're gonna be talking about Star War. <laughs> um it's still just it's just one more it's long just, one battle. just one it's just one war that's all this is the same one. Um so we're going to be talking about uh Star Wars and Disney. If you're listening, uh holler at me cuz I think I got some banger ideas for you. Um but I guess Am I a Star Wars fan? You are. You in, you are now. Do I enjoy Star War? I think I, I think I did when I was growing up and then they were like hey remember those republic commando books josh that you love where the mandalorians are basically like wandering samurai and it's such a cool concept we're going to re- we're going to destroy that in the clone wars and then josh was like i think i'm done i think i'm going to head out no
0: i think i think i've seen enough thanks folks okay but but i think that's kind of that's part of it right is cuz you can see you can see a certain element of something that Resonates with you as an individual, like whether it's your mm-hmm. your interests or what have you, and you you sort of gravitate to that, and then when it's kind of pulled away, it's I think it's hard to reconnect with any aspect, yeah. and you almost forget about the things that made you enjoy it to begin with because you almost you have like a recency bias where you're like, well, right now I don't like what they did, so I don't remember the things that they did before that I that I enjoyed, um, you know. I make fun of DC a lot, but when I was a kid growing up, Batman was everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I loved watching the old Adam West TV show and I loved the the Tim Burton, Michael Keaton Batman. And that that has never really changed. But other elements as they start to introduce, right, when they turned Green Arrow into Green Batman, like, yeah, I didn't I didn't really care for that. Yeah. I didn't like that. Because you're taking something that I loved and you're bastardizing it because you think it's going to appeal to a certain group of people and I understand I just don't exist within that group of people. I mean, I remember when the prequels came out, what? It was 1999 when episode yep. 1 came out and I would have been if I'm dating myself here, I would have been 16 going on 17 at that point. There's no way because yeah. I was like I was like 10. Yeah, I, I don't think you're not that old yeah, much older. Yeah, 1982. So in 1982, because yeah, yeah. yeah, my birthday's the tail end of 1982, so I would have been. And I'm the tail end of '88, so yeah, that's yeah. yeah. So all right, so yeah, so I was I was 16 going on 17, um, and I remember walking out of the theater being pumped, just being like, "This was amazing." But then you go back and you have like, you know, like you're going back and uh, that you had that hindsight now, and then you start picking everything apart, like, "What did I like? What did I not like?" Um, I remember after watching The Last Jedi, I went and did a podcast episode with Jared Maruyama, um mm-hmm. and, um, oh, why am I blanking? Mark. Yeah, Mark, his uh, co host. And then we had a, a fourth guy on the podcast as well. And we're all taught, we had all just seen Opening Night, Last Jedi. We're all excited to talk about it. And as we're talking about it, like, all we're doing is complaining. And we had to keep reminding ourselves, like, I did like the movie. But I didn't like this. Oh, but this was stupid. But they should have done this differently. And it was so funny that, like, here's a bunch of dudes in their 30s to 40s that love Star Wars but didn't, for all points and purposes, like, did not enjoy a Star (laughs) Wars movie. So I think it's okay to be, like, in your bucket, right, where you're like, am I a Star Wars fan? Kind of. And I think it's okay to be a fan without having to feel the necessity to be a fan of everything like just because like you could be a Star Trek fan. That doesn't mean every iteration of Star Trek is your favorite. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you can rank them. And there's probably some that you're like, I'm glad I watched it, but I'll never watch it again. And that's, and that's okay. It's okay to still list things. Maybe not your children. Probably don't list your children in like what order you like them.
1: (laughs) I mean, it depends. It depends on how much you like kids. It depends on the kid, really. So, uh, but I mean, I, I kind of, I, I definitely agree with that my 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 thing kind of it's definitely <clears throat> a nostalgia thing as well for sure like that stuff that i grew up with like the the young jedi academy stuff with uh jason, the, and, the, Solo. jason and jada like amazing loved it like i i own every single one of them. Yes. like i got them all um and like i like i love like like the, the Whenever uh like when episode two came out and they started giving you all of these different like Clone Wars era show like uh books and everything like that, like the books and the comics, like that was my jam. Yeah. Like I love that. Like because I really liked the clone troopers. Yeah, like, dude. Didn't really care too much for stormtroopers, but like the clone troopers because they gave them personality yeah. and they made you sympathetic for the clone troopers. And I'm like, all right, this is a thousand times better than the stormtroopers ever were. Yeah. And like you get to you get to know them, and you're like, all right, I like I like these guys. I feel bad whenever they die. And then Clone Wars comes in and make makes you feel for them, and then just murders everybody, and you're like, oh. But, but the
0: clones, <laughs> like, why did we kill them? But I think that's that's that was kind of the purpose behind the stormtroopers, right? Like these are face, like quite literally, these are faceless, faceless villains. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if they get shot or hacked apart by a lightsaber or, you know, pushed down a, a reactor. Like you're fine with it because it's a faceless villain. Like there, you don't have, you don't have to like kind of, or you you're able to compartmentalize what's happening to them without being like, Oh, that's somebody's Mm -hmm. dad or that's somebody's brother, you know? Um, And, and I think that was to, to the benefit. I think now with us kind of putting the backstories and all the, the things behind it, um, it it changes your, your opinion of it. Like in the books, when you had uh, characters that were ex Imperials and they were a stormtrooper or a tie fighter pilot. And now they're they're with the rebellion. Like, I remember in the by it's uh, the Rogue Squadron series by Michael A. Stackpole, uh, he has a character in there named Tycho Selchu. And Tycho Selchu, um, his dad was one of the CEOs of like a major communications company on Alderaan. He is on the phone with his family when Alderaan gets destroyed, not knowing that's what happened. And he goes, like, several days thinking, oh, I'm going to give my dad shit about this because the transmission cut out, and I think it's Mm -hmm. because his company sucks. So he's kind of laughing about it and then finds out, like, holy shit, the planet got blown up. Like, my home planet is gone. Everybody I know and love is gone. My fiancé's gone. My family's gone. Everybody. So he leads a TIE squadron to shoot down a Star Destroyer, and then they defect to the Republic so there i that's cool
1: but i also like the reverse because claudia gray did the same thing in lost stars where th- they, they they go they go to the imperial academy they grow they go with this guy from alderaan and he is on uh i don't think he's on, he's not on the death star he's on the same uh he's on uh, some star destroyer yeah that's like nearby and boom like would they they blow up all no he may be on the Death Star when they blow up all anyway so they blow up Alderaan and he's like oh geez and so like his friends are like bro are you okay and he's just kind of like out of it and he's like but he buys into the Imperial propaganda oh no like, they were all bad like it was all like it was a it was a worth it was a worthwhile sacrifice like now we know not everybody on Alderaan was um a rebel sympathizer yeah. but unfortunately it was it was so ingrained in the government that we couldn't do anything like we couldn't trust and unfortunately sacrifices had to be made um and if we kill if we blow up alderaan we save the rest of the galaxy and he bought into it and he becomes like all into the empire oh, he's like oh no. man I the empire like i'm i love that. like honestly Lost stars. So, uh, gather around Disney folks, uh, Disney execs. Josh is going to pitch to you his first, his first thing. It's not a movie because also you probably don't like hearing this. No more movies. Let's stop. <laughs> let's, let's do, let's do series from now on because yep. we can tell a better story. We can, you can still throw all the stuff in it. You can make them connected way more than you could in the movies themselves, you're not having to, you know, piecemeal everything together and hope that your movie doesn't bomb. Just do series from now on. We don't need movies anymore. Just do series. Unless, totally fine. You have your whole streaming service for that.
0: Unless you set up something in the series, yes, to, to then you give could, you a ve- like a necessary 10, 11, and 12. If you're gonna do a like a sequel, sequel trilogy that makes fucking sense. And you have laid the groundwork through multiple television shows to warrant it. That's the only time I want to see it done. I'm I'm okay with us not getting another solo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I I'm
1: I'm right there with you. So I'm like, give me Lost Stars first because that is that is again, it's a book and it's canon. It is con- it, it is your first Star Wars book. Like in with your new everything that Disney did, it's the first one. Yeah. It's Star War number one like this is your book and cuz it's 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 this whole it's a it's a Romeo and Juliet between the empire and the rebel alliance with two kids that grew up together they're like we're going to become the uh we're going to become imperial uh officers it's going to be awesome we both like we're both really good pilots and then they do a really fun thing she stays in the empire he joins the rebellion Ooh. and it's like it's like, Oh, he's a ginger dude. She's a dark skinned protagonist. Like, I'm like, bro, it's it's a love story. It's got everything. It's it's literally right here. Like you have it. Yep. Disney, you don't have the if it's right here. This is the Star Wars series. That would be amazing. Because you can have them from because it starts off when they're like nine years old to uh and like because it's like Grand Moff Tarkin visits their planet when they just become under the Empire to welcome them to the Empire Oh, damn and then they meet him, and they're both like, "Oh yeah, this this type of shuttle is like a really cool. It's a a Lambda clash shuttle." And they're like, "Oh well, like, he's with uh, I think uh, Piet, who's like an ensign oh, at the no. time." <laughs> and so it's kind of like, "Ah, oh, Piet."
0: I know um, what happens to you,
1: dipshit. Like, I we mean, know what happens with everything. It's a whole thing, and it it's really really good, and it goes through like right after the Clone Wars, all the way to the Battle of Jakku. Like her star destroyer is the star destroyer. That's on Draco. Like that
0: is it. So, okay. But it's so good. But here's the thing is I don't start it. I mean, mean, yeah, you're going to start it because they're, are they both Alderanians? No, they're from a backwater planet. Okay. I was, I thought maybe they were Alderanians and that was the catalyst. They're not from Alderaan. But but think about that. Okay. So maybe you do that where you're like, okay, they're from Alderaan. They're on the death star it blows up Alderon she one of them buys into the propaganda like you were saying with the other well, story no, he, he, even and,
1: even them being from the backwater she still
0: buys into the propaganda and he doesn't right but if you He's like, but have it be you could have that be the catalyst you could have i mean yeah you could keep it the same backwater well, planet it, it, and it, have it be kinda, it is kind of it is
1: kind it is the catalyst like when Alderon because like Alderon blows up and then like one of the people that they uh, were like best friends with at the academy dies is on the death star. Yeah. And like dies. Cause like you, as you're going through, like you, like it slowly starts to give you bits that the empire is like, Hey, no, if you've got the money, yeah, we'll we'll make sure that you're you know higher up on the empire. Like we don't want these backwater hicks like showing up. Yeah, like yeah, people yeah. from Coruscant. Yeah, and we kind of want to like you know get rid of that you know home planet pride that you're from this backwater. It's like no, no, no. You're part of the Empire now. Yeah. You need to be happy that you're in the Empire. See, uh, Not you don't show loyalty to anybody but us. But you
0: can you can do like, yeah, no, I guess that would still work because that way it's still like you see this awful thing happen and it doesn't have the immediacy of like, oh, that was my home planet, but you're just like, oh shit, that was an affluent planet with like a lot of wealthy people, like it was a well-known system mm-hmm. and now that planet's been destroyed. And then yeah, getting all the way to Jakku before you get the the battle over Jakku and you have the star destroyer that 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 crashes I think there's there's a lot of time that you can kind of build multiple seasons on, but I start it when they're already in the Imperial Academy, and you have flashbacks flashback. of them yeah. being kids. I don't, oh, yeah, one hundred
1: percent. Like I don't start it when they're kids either. Yeah, so, but it's like that's the whole story. Because like, and it goes through all. They're they're through all the major events. No, like shit. they're at Yavin they're at like she she shoots she shoots at him on hoth no like as as he's as they're doing like the x-wing thing and they're going the hyperdrive she's like on the star destroyer like trying to pick people off and like sees him avoid a an asteroid just like how they would avoid like stalagmites back home when they were flying together and so she doesn't shoot and it's like it's a whole thing and you're like they it goes to indoor and then they don't see each other for a while and then they're on dracu and it's like, man, this is good.
0: Uh, see, I, it's, I dig uh, that. I think, And I think that's very much like a, you can establish it and, and have it run through multiple seasons mm-hmm. because you want, like, and at the end of each season, you kind of have this, like, oh, one of them is starting to flip to the other side because of the other person. And then something happens, makes them stick in their um, their belief system. You know, and then you start the next yeah. season. Season two, you actually have them flip. You know what I mean? Like you have this person wants to leave the empire, this person wants to leave the rebellion. And then see I, d I I don't think you make it multiple seasons.
1: I, I am also not a big fan of multiple season content. Uh, like, if you
0: if you cliffhang I, it the right way, fuck dude. Like you can really you can really make a show. But, but have- you don't
1: but you don't have a lot of I mean, with this, it's literally one book. That's it. Now you could definitely make us like, have it go because like where it ends, it does end on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah. So it's like, you don't know what happened. So like, if you were going to do a second season, I would put my second season there and then just have a whole new brand new content. But like, I think the first season, I think you can get away with having the whole first season is the whole first book. Like, I, I, I don't like, it's not that much to like to stretch it out more. I think gives it less of a thing. And then you're just doing that same thing of like, okay, we're just flip flopping. Who's going to be good. Who's going to be bad. And then that becomes like, your like what you're known for. And that's going to lose people. Whereas if you're like, Hey, this is a one season show.
0: Watch it. We're going to wrap everything up in 15 episodes done. And then just get it out. I could see, I could see that. I I want, I, I would definitely want that one. I think that would be, one because you're pulling it from a book right that's already been established as canon so you get to have the cinematic representation of this storyline and fuck dude it's a romeo juliet like that has that's so good it always works it it, it's it's great it always
1: it always works plus we get to see the empire like Yes. uh, yes somebody's view in the empire which we don't ever see so like the empire always bad yeah it's like well what happens like how how do these people continuously work for the bad yeah like, why would you stay? So, why do you why do you be here? And
0: I and I think that that kind of leads into what I would want. So, if I'm pitching a TV series, and I think at one point they were pitching either a movie or a series, and they were going to have Patty Jenkins lead it because like mm-hmm. her father or mother or somebody was a fighter pilot. Um, you do one based on Rogue Squadron, so you do one one complete series, and it can be one and done. I would prefer it to be multiple seasons, um. And yes, this was from the expanded universe that Disney let go. But um, for me, like one, what sucked me into Star Wars, I mean, other than like lightsabers and it's in outer space, I loved the dogfights. Like, mm-hmm. I, R- Return of the Jedi, to me, when I was a kid, I loved that one the most because that's where you got the big battle over uh, Endor. And you got to see multiple styles of ships where they introduced the B Wing, the,
1: Technically, it was the Forest Moon of Endor. The Forest
0: Moon, um, the fourth moon of Endor. So, but you've like we'd already seen X wings and Y wings from Battle of Yavin. Uh, A wings we've you got to see that A though. Yeah, you got to see the A wing. B wings we kind of see like at the tail end. I want to say of Empire Strikes Back, like when they're on the medical frigate, the home uh, home one, the medical frigate. But like be actually seeing all of these starfighters in action. You know, we've now we've already seen the standard tie, we've seen the the tie bomber, we've seen the tie interceptor. Um, I love all of that. I loved playing X-Wing versus TIE Fighter on Windows 95, you know, back Mm -hmm. back in the day. And I think that for me, there is there's so much to mine there. And when you look at what Rogue Squadron was, it was supposed to be the elite of the elite. Like, this was your top-notch fighter squadron.
1: These are your Top Gun boys. Yeah,
0: and in, uh, and in in the society that we're in now where you want to see more representation, I want to also see that in Star Wars where I don't want to just see a bunch of humans and then here's one alien creature and ha-ha, look, an alien. I don't want that. I literally want it to be, you've got Twi'leks, you've got Trandoshans, you've got, um, you can have Wookiees, you can have... Um, Chavestian Wolfmen. Like, you can have uh, uh, just a myriad of different species tied into this Rogue Squadron because, like I said, it should be the elites. It should be the best of the best. And it can have them going through... I don't want to see them go through battles we're already familiar with. I want there to be new battles. This is post-Return um, of the Jedi, but pre-Force uh, uh, Awakens. But this is that, you know, whatever it is, 30-year gap that these are all the battles where you're fighting warlords, you're fighting remnants of the empire. Um, I mean, you can go up against Baron Fell. You know what I mean? You can have him and his elite TIE fighter squadron be an element of this. And then you can flip this and have the second season do everything from Baron Fell's point of view. So season one, you get to see rogue squadron build up to this cliffhanger battle season two Rewind it back, and you're going to see everything from the imperial side. And then season three, you're flipping back and forth between the two of them. So you've built up initially that rogue squadron hype. You've built up the I can't think of what Baron Fell's squadron is called, uh, but you build up his squadron, and you're you're you know rooting for certain characters. So when you have that final battle, there is the gravitas that you need because you both you kind of want both sides to win. But you also know somebody has to lose.
1: Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm looking at Baronfeld Squadron. Oh,
0: thank you. But yeah, no problem. I think, but I think uh, for me, that that takes everything that I want from kind of like a the Star Wars universe, and it gives me the um, the both sides, like we talked about. Like I think we spend so much time with the Rebel Alliance that it's easy to just always point out the the Empire to be the villains, but it would be kind of cool to see why people would stay in the Empire if they are so inherently evil. Yeah, but his name is like Baron Sunterfell. Sunterfell.
1: Um, it's not telling me. It's not giving me what I want. It just says like 181st Imperial Fighter thing. Oh, maybe that's what it was. That's, yeah, unfortunately it doesn't say... Or at least on this, the Empire of the Hand, which sounds fun. That's like a Saruman thing.
0: Well, uh, okay, yeah, no, because it was Vader's fist was the five hundred first. Oh, Vader's fist. So that was supposed to be like his elite guard.
1: I got you, the Hand Clan. Um, okay. So I, I, I kind of, I, I, I think that would be super fun. I'm gonna piggyback off of that for um, my first character uh, show that I, I, we kind of talked a little bit about, but I want, and we're going to bring back a couple characters. Actually, we're going to bring back, uh, Oscar Isaac as Poe Dameron. Nice. And we're going to bring back, uh, John Boyega as Finn, uh, to do the Poe Dameron series. And we're going to base it off of that Poe Dameron book. <laughs> um, that again is also Canon cause it's Poe. It's already there. Um, it's already there. It's already written. And it's young Poe, like how become, how like he starts off as a one of the spice runners of Kajim. Is that what it is? He he like works for them and how he meets Zori. And then like what I would like is like a princess bride style show where it's literally (laughs) Finn and Poe, they're sitting in a place and Poe is telling this story. And I want it like princess bride where like, will be you'll be doing this episode, and then uh, that's when Finn kind of breaks in. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! What do you mean?" This and he's like, "I yeah, sorry, my bad." And, and like he explains a little bit more, like in character, and then they go back into the story. Like I would like stuff like that to be almost like a "How I Met Your Mother" type of thing, yeah. where like Bob Saget comes in and like they start doing random stuff. Like I, I would like something along those lines. Yeah, and then. Like, So, we're telling the whole story of Poe and everything, and like everything that happened with Zuri, um, and how she's like being groomed to be like the the new head of this order, and every or the, the spice runners of
0: Virginia. I don't remember, whatever the spicy boys. Um, but I want him, then, but I want him to be an unreliable narrator. So, like, as he's oh, telling yeah, 100%, stuff, 100%. The, the person that's he's why telling Finn the story. is there, yeah, Finn's like, that's, that's why Finn that is happens. there to be like, what that. That doesn't make any sense what do you mean you did
1: this And be like, yep. no like i I'm telling you it's true yep. you know like I, that's what i want to happen and then at the end he says as you wish and then correct <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> um well at the end that's when you're like all right we told the story he's like well how does it like he's like and that's what happens it's like okay well how does it end be like well that's why we're here and then then you can pull on the next bit and it's like he's telling him this backstory so that now they can continue on with the actual story itself so they're picking this up and now finn's there from this story that happened 10 years ago in Poe's past nice and then that's how you bring it together and you can bring them together you can bring people in from the old show like mm-hmm. old movies and everything the old movies, the old movies. Um, you can bring stuff from them old movies and like have them doing stuff because like Everything with that, it's not enough. That's going to like do anything. Nothing big happens in that book. That is part of any sort of anything that's going to mess up any of the current timeline. Yeah, and you can have these two doing their own thing because there's no timeline after this. This is all. This will all be post whatever. Yeah. Um. So you can do whatever you want with it. It's like it's not going to mess anything up. Um. And really the uh, what's like even in lost stars, it's the same thing. You're seeing the events throughout everything from somebody's point of view. They're not big enough characters that are going to do anything at all in the timeline yeah. to mess anything up. And I know Disney w- doesn't want to mess anything up in the timeline because heaven forbid. right um, So yeah, I'm like, do something like that. Give us plus, you get Poe. and it's not some stupid thing where it's, you know Yoda. Like, nobody cared. Like, we don't need a Yoda. We, we didn't really need Obi-Wan. Like, <laughs> did, did, did we really, did it do anything? Did it help the story? Did it help you like Obi-Wan more? Or like did, did Obi-Wan do anything for the series? I mean, I, Or was it just, we wanted to cash in on nostalgia yes. so that we could have Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen and, and things again? And I'll be honest,
0: it's sometimes that's all you want. That's all you really need. So, like okay, I like you can it, do no, 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 that, no. you can
1: cash in on the story, but make it actually worth something, yeah,
0: but I mean, okay, we were talking about flashpoint, right? You could have had anybody play Thomas Wayne, but don't yep. you get more kudos having it be? The original Bruce Wayne, like the cinematic, the original Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne. Nah, that, that, see, I thought that was no. Dumb. Like to me, that gives you so much more to. It's it, it just it adds an element to it that you you miss out on otherwise, right? It's it's the same thing, dude. Like you could have done a sequel trilogy, and you could have cast completely different people for Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, and Han Solo. You could have. I just, but I, you, I just want but, to put it them in there. But you, I would have been like, they all died. No, but you bank on having that, <laughs> having those characters return, and and I think t- even to your point, right? You've got Poe, who is an incredibly likable character that I could watch that character, not just Oscar Isaac. I mean, he rules, but I could watch the character of Poe Dameron for seasons and seasons of a show, especially mm-hmm. paired with Finn. I loved the dynamic that the two of them have. I thought that was really really cool. I think, um, I think, kind of piggybacking off of that what I would want to see them do is a new Jedi order. Now, obviously you can't do it like they did in the books. Like when they did the new Jedi order, like obviously that was a Luke Skywalker led experience because it was him and the Jedi that he had started to cultivate. But I want to see them do that with Jaina or not Jaina, sorry (laughs) with Ray. So like if you're taking the character of Ray And now you are having her rebuild the Jedi Order, but she's building it in more of like a, let's call it like a gray Jedi, right? Because she's kind of seen from the experiences of Luke, the experience with um, with Kylo, with Ben, I mean, even her short experience with the Emperor, that the ways that it was done didn't work and it was always going to fail like you cannot have the dark without the light it doesn't exist so i would love to have her thank you thank you for that welcome i've argued that so many times yeah well and and i think that that's that's the thing right the there there's been like uh, let me see if i can find it but there's been like um things that were printed that showed um like the different creeds for like the the jedi and for the um for the, the Sith, and kind of like what what each creed is and like why some of them work and some why some of them don't. So here, let me read this real quick. So the Sith code says, peace is a lie, there is only passion. Through passion, I gain strength. Through strength, I gain power. Through power, I gain victory. Through victory, my chains are broken. The force shall set me free. So when you read that all on its own, it makes sense. It's not inherently evil the way that that is written, Right. And then when you listen to the Jedi uh, Order, it's, the Jedi Creed is there is no emotion, there is peace. There is no ignorance, there is knowledge. There is no passion, there is serenity. There is no chaos, there is harmony. There is no death, there is the Force. Obviously a much more like Buddhist, peaceful, you know, being one with your environment mindset. But same thing, like it's not inherently a bad creed. But when you listen to the gray code, the gray gray Jedi, I always called it Raccoon King because that was the cheat code you could put in for Jedi Knight to be able to utilize both powers. But there is no dark side nor a light side. There is only the Force. I will do what I must to keep the balance. There is no good without evil, but evil must not be allowed to flourish. There is passion, yet peace. There is serenity, yet emotion. There is chaos, yet order. I fucking love that. To me, it's good. that's what I want. I want... Ray to build this hybrid Jedi that embraces both aspects of the Force, and then you need to have an enemy like the Yuzan Vong that they had in the books. So it doesn't have to be exactly that, but oh, something God, the similar. The Yuuzhan
1: Vong War, was, that was such a good... Dude, but that's what... I, but, it was so good. But something
0: where you finally embrace both sides of the Force, and then here comes a species, an alien species from outside your galaxy that cannot be touched by the Force. What what bigger fuck you is there in Star Wars? then you can Wars? kill
1: Chewbacca. Oh,
0: dude, you, <laughs> only when you're blowing up a planet. But, that, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. But that's what I'm saying is, like, you can still have, you know, you can still introduce these other characters. You can have the next generation of Jedi. And you can be, do this world building that would be so expansive. And for me, if you're doing New Jedi Order the right way, you are doing a television series that builds up to what would be a big cinematic event to be 10, 11, and 12, where you've got your one-season TV show. It builds up uh, Ray f- trying to find Jedi all throughout the galaxy. She's trying to build this new Jedi Order. She finally builds it at the end. Boom, alien species comes in. Their first battle, they lose horribly, lose a bunch of the Jedi. And then they realized like, oh shit, this is so much more than we thought it was going to be. Boom, now you've got 10, 11, and 12. Did, I don't remember how Last
1: Jedi ended. I only saw it the once. So
0: Last, um, last Jedi. Um, like
1: Kylo dies. Did she go and, like, celebrate with, like, Finn and Poe? No. Or did it
0: just, like, he dies and then it cuts she, the Tatooine? No, she. he dies. She goes to the forest moon of Endor and throws, like, a party with the Ewoks. And, like, they're banging on Stormtrooper helmets. But, no, that was Return of the Jedi. Never mind. No, no, okay. So, yeah, so Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren uh, dies giving his life force to bring her back to life.
1: Lame. See, he should have been the great Jedi. No, 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 I mean, no like, fuck that. no. no dude 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 goes from like the light side or like not understanding the light side to the dark side and he gets his uh freaking what's the word called when he turns good again redemption Uh, redemption Redemption. he gets his redemption and it's like perfect that's the guy who should teach how to be a gray jedi because he knows the pull of the dark side, how strong it can be, how it can corrupt you, and he also knows how good the light side can be, and how you need that with the darkness. And then they're like, "Now nah, let's kill him."
0: No, okay, but but that's the thing is like you 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 have to create that. You create the dichotomy. And then Princess
1: Leia's and then Princess Leia is a Force ghost at the end. And-
0: Yeah, right. But but see, but that's that's kind of my thing. Like you create the dichotomy of the character, where like you cannot be exclusively light nor exclusively dark, and you kind of even have that when, uh, when uh, when Ray is on Octo, and um, or no, when Ray goes to leave, and Luke's all like, and like, oh, I'm gonna burn these Jedi books or whatever. And Yoda, like, stops him, and then Yoda strikes the tree, like, this sacred Jedi tree with lightning and burns the whole thing down. Because even Yoda's like, Luke, fuck all this. Like, you've devoted all this time and all this energy to something that none of us completely understand. And here you are in complete isolation because you think that what you've done is upturned the galaxy. The will of the Force does not give a shit about you. No offense. It doesn't care about you. The force is going to do as it will. It is not for us to control it. And like, that was the message that Luke needed to hear, but he also needed to be able to pass that on. And I think to some degree, Kylo kind of gets there, right? Like he kind of gets there, but I think Ray is the one that ultimately looks at it and goes, fuck all this. Like, I'm just going to do me. Like I'm going to do what feels right in the moment because I, I do have passion. I am a human. This is natural for me to feel these th- these emotions and feel this way and to understand that certain things are inherently evil and I'm here to stop them. And I loved that. Like I loved that aspect of it. Um then yeah, she, you know, they they the star destroyers are all falling out of the sky and the the galactic alliance is like woohoo we win yay super exciting and then yeah we see ray on tatooine burying luke and leia's lightsabers below the sand and then she ignites her own lightsaber built from the end of the staff that she always had which i thought was fucking cool as hell so then she's got her own lightsaber and it's a yellow blade which we had not seen up to that point and to me, that's establishing the fact that, like, she is pursuing her own path. She's not trying to follow. I thought, I thought coon had yellow. No, green. All Jedi in the the High Republic were green or blue except for Mace Windu because, Mace Windu because, uh, he told George Lucas he wanted a purple lightsaber, so who was George Lucas to stop him? So he was like, all right, fuck it, whatever. I thought for
1: sure he had
0: yellow. Yellow. No, everybody was green or blue. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm gonna have to look on that. I'm gonna have to look on that. I'm gonna have to fact check.
0: But I wanna, I wanna, I
1: wanna, I wanna continue with your light side, dark side. Um, I wanna go back. I wanna go back to the Clone Wars. I wanna have two people that have been mentioned, one very heavily, one not so heavily, in the uh in the Clone Wars TV show. I I need you to Google if. <laughs> Plokoon ever had a yellow lightsaber
0: because I'm pretty sure that was a toy and he came with a yellow
1: lightsaber.
0: Um, no, um, in the comics he had a orange one.
1: Oh, okay. But so maybe it's the comics I'm well, thinking
0: that he had orange. Yeah, so here's one that pops up on Reddit, it's kind of hard to see. Yeah, like I knew he it's had like orange. he had a he, he it was a special one. But that was always like, my he color. He always got special things. My, that was always my color in the games. I always chose an or- always. orange lightsaber. Yeah. A Syracuse. I had to go with orange. So
1: Um, but we're gonna go so also of from another book, um, we're gonna do Dark Disciple. Oh, nice. Which okay. I'm not one hundred percent sure is canon or not, but why not? Um and it's Quinlan Voss and Aja Ventress, And it's they're like, all right, we need to like we need to figure out what's going on with Count Dooku. So they're like, all right, Quinlan Voss, this random Jedi scruffy looking boy. We want you to get in deep with Aj Ventress and basically become like a lackey. And that way you can spy on Count Dooku for us. So that way you can go and kill him. Because this is like, we're the Jedi. We don't do kill orders,
0: but, but we Quinlan
1: do- Voss. We want you to go kill Count Dooku, like in cold blood, if you can, like we've put a hit out on him and we want Quinlan Vos to do it because you're like the worst Jedi. So go do it for us. And he's like, I, and so it's this whole thing about him getting in touch with Quinn, with Oz Ventress and like them slowly starting to like, like each other. And it gets a little bit, it gets a little bit steamy. Man, you really go for these romance books. Oh, 100%. And he joined, <laughs> he basically, like, takes, like, the, what What are the, they're the sisters, like, the sisterhood of the traveling lightsaber, or whatever, what are they called? The the Dark Sisters, the Blood Sisters. The Night Sisters. Night Sisters. Night sisters, night sisters. Yeah. Um, so he becomes, like, he basically takes, like, the trial of the Night Sisters, and become, like, gives himself into, like, the darkness, but, like, the pure dark. Not, like, the Dooku dark. But then he also <laughs> kind of gets in the Dooku dark. um, Because, like, he's starting like they kind of start to turn each other. It's a weird thing. Like he kind of starts turning her into light and she starts turning him to the darkness, but then they're like, yeah, but like the darkness that you use is like good darkness. And like the light that I use is like good light. And so like we can make a nice gray together (laughs) and it's super, it's super great. And then the end happens. Um, but yeah, it's the, it's really good. Like it's the end of Aj Ventress's story. Um, it's one of the last times that we hear about Quinlan Voss. Um, so that's why I think it may be canon because they're like, we don't know what to do with Quinlan Voss. Well, didn't he
0: pop up in Kenobi where they like said his name was written on the I wall? I didn't watch. Oh, you didn't? I okay. didn't watch Kenobi. They, no. they basically do like, they they end up in like a spot that's like an underground railroad, but for Jedi. And there's like a marking on the wall that basically says it was Quinlan Voss. It's like Quinlan Voss was here, but like W U Z, you know? Um, interestingly enough, I, I, I would, I would love if that was like, that
1: seems like something Quinlan Voss would do. No, hundred
0: percent. But with Super Dope, uh, apparently the script, the book was written based on scripts for unproduced episodes of what would have been season seven and eight for the Clone of, Wars. Of the Clone Wars. So that's, yes. so that's like, kind of, it's already there. Yeah. So I would imagine that would, and it was 2015. So it would have been after the Disney takeover. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Dark Disciple probably would be considered, Canon, it's the same thing. Like to your point, easily like, you, can you can do this. It. Yeah, you can easily make this. Uh, um, well, well, two things, right? First off, you get the live action version of Asajj Ventress, which would be pretty badass.
1: Mm-hmm. And then you get a live action version of Quinlan Voss. And two, Quinlan, which Quinlan Vos, you could do, kinda.
0: Well, no, Quinlan Voss, but you can. It's a great opportunity to have somebody of native descent. Of Native Native mm-hmm. American descent, play a character like Quinlan voss who has always been, at least to me, portrayed as though he would have been Native.
1: Yeah, I I, I he was either Native to me or he was like an island, like yeah, like Asian oh, Pacific yeah. Islander, okay. yep. like just because like with the dreads and everything, like I was I I was giving him like I always thought he was like a Philippines vibe, and I was right like on. that would be super cool to have like you know, something like that, that, that would be yeah, re- really but fun. But I think it gives, like um, when
0: we talk about diversity and casting, right? Like this mm-hmm, gives, definitely because you're picking two characters that are not going to be alien, right? Like they're both going to be human or humanoid. This is mm-hmm. this is very much an easy way for you to cast diverse actors and broaden the spectrum of what has essentially been a very white-led protagonist cast within Star Wars. I mean, I mean obviously, even having Rey... Um, cast as your main protra- pro- protagonist alongside um, Kylo Ren. Finn. Well, oh, no, 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 no. like with Kylo Ren, like those are your two main characters in the sequel trilogy, both of, of which are, are Caucasian actors. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've surrounded them with some diverse with casting, people, which, but... which is nice, but that's why I really liked having Pedro Pascal be the Mandalorian because you could have anybody under that mask, but to cast a Latino actor for me was was a great step in the right direction. So, I'm a fan of that. Same thing. You had Andor, and you've you've obviously got uh, Diego Luna cast in, mm-hmm. in that role as well. So yeah, I'm I'm totally I'm totally totally on board for that. I mean, you could eat- I it, w- what what also was great too is like
1: if if for people that are like I didn't watch the Clone Wars, I don't know any of these people. Who gives a shit? You don't need um, to get guess who Quinlan Voss's handler is? Who is like his like number one dude? Who's like in touch isn't with the a, Jedi Council? Is Jinn? It's Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because like this is like towards the end of the uh. the clone war. So yeah, so it's Obi-Wan because they're like, all right, Obi-Wan knows Ventress because they, I don't know, have a will, they won't they relationship, let's be honest. Um, so like he knows he knows Ventress and he's big he's friends with Voss and it's a whole thing. And so he's like he's trying to give him advice, like, and and it's really good. So like, yeah, you can bring in bring you and McGregor back. Why not? dude's dude is perpetually young let him he just slaps some makeup
0: on him he can be obi-wan again oh shit his uh apprentice was ayala sakura yep that's pretty dope um yeah so when you read his star wars character bio a jedi with a sarcastic sense of humor and a reputation for not playing by the rules quinlan voss was an expert tracker renowned for the ability to read memories from objects people handled Yep. So you, he was he he was basically was an X-Men like
1: that's yeah. how he like that was his force power it was like all right I can track things like like and like there's a bit where he, they like they're like bounty huntering like that's how he's like getting in with him because he's like yeah I just want to be a bounty hunter because like she doesn't he doesn't like she doesn't know that he's a Jedi for the, the longest time oh, nice. he's just like yeah I can I'm really good at you know
0: tracking <laughs> <laughs> and
1: you're like all right
0: but that, but i think that's dope man like i i i'm i'm not opposed to to either of those books kind of being adapted into tv shows especially with something like this where there is a like almost a mystery element like will she figure out mm-hmm. like is, that he is a jedi and that he's there for ulterior um, purposes and like and you know they're not going to kill dooku like no, you know that's not going to happen but is he going to try like, how are they
1: going yeah exactly exactly like that's a big thing for a jedi like they're sending him on a quest that is literally yeah. against the jedi code and then but then you have to but wonder but it was state but it was cordoned by the jedi yeah. council like yoda and mace windu are like yeah go do this right and it's like are the jedi really these great guys because they're sending you on something that is going to make you a jedi outcast. Yeah. Like if you do this, like your station in the
0: jedi order is like shot. Well, and and like, if anything your emotional connection to the force is going to be tarnished. So mm-hmm. you're you're going to undertake this knowing that you're basically cutting yourself off from your ability to be a jedi. So yeah, they're sending you on a spiritual suicide quest, which I, which basically, but think, think about like the, the enormity of that. And like, if you cast an actor that can really play that role and like really kind of be tortured, trying to determine like, do I Mm want to go through with this? Do I want to go through with this? And getting to that point where like, you know, maybe he does and then loses but ha- but is able to flee right like maybe asajj Venturous steps in intercedes or somehow helps him get out and then that way it's kind of like tarnishes both of them right so then yeah. and then he is that's
1: why you got that's why you got to read the book guys it's uh, yeah no i'm spicy. i'm
0: saving i'm saving these ones so i can uh i can jump in the next also, time we go uh, to the library or to the uh to the bookstore d- I,
1: I also do them in uh audiobooks because the Star Wars audiobooks are some of the best quality that I've ever had because like they will put in oh you're on a ship we've got we've got ship noises you've got lightsabers we're putting in lightsaber noises like there's a, there's a battle going on with blasters while the person is narrating they're playing Star Wars music while blaster bolts are going off in the background like they go into it and I'm like This is great. There's a droid. Well, guess what? We're going to make it sound like a droid. We're going to take the dude's voice, throw a filter on it, and got round, 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 round. And you're like, this is like some of the best audio books that I've ever listened to with these Star Wars books.
0: That's dope. See, uh, Manoa and I did an episode back when it was still called Cloud City Cast. We did a a one-off episode called— Yeah, the one where you guys were drunk. Yeah, I think we called it like Tales from the Cantina or like Cantina Tales or something Mm -hmm. like that um and like i did that where i did a whole like like a starship landing on the planet us walking to the pub as you get to the to the the cantina you hear people talking in the background and like music is playing and whatnot, on it slowly fades out as him and i are just having the conversation dude it was like one of the most like it took me 3 hours to do all the production yeah. on it but it was like it was exciting it was a lot of fun to do that and to feel like oh this is something you know bigger than just your standard podcast episodes
1: yeah i i definitely recommend like the disney pot like the disney era star wars books because like they like the production value i'm like there's no way they make their money back. <laughs> like like especially on lost stars it's like it's constant ships it's constant blasters it's constant like darth vader's here we've got like everything like That's we're dope, throwing dude. all this stuff in here like the when the uh, like there's a Wookiee in Lost Stars who's like a ship captain like it's like actual Wookiee sound it's not the guy going you're know, trying to do a Wookiee it's like they put like Chewbacca Wookiee sounds nice. in this thing and I'm like guys stop like there needs that there's a droid it's like beep beep, beep beep and like doing the little beep boops and everything and I'm like it's you guys, you're you too much. No, that's like that's, that's, that's why I, like that's perfect. whenever I listen to those, that's why I'm like, this is this this is what I needed. Like this is the whole experience. Also, Disney, uh, I know you're still listening. Um, don't stop that. Make more. Make more of those because like keep that production value up. It's it's great for us. <laughs> I do have one more. I do have one more movie. I say not movie. I don't don't do movies. I got one more series I want to pitch. Do you have, do you have any more Um, that you want to go with? No, those
0: were the main ones that I, that I was kind of uh, rattling around in my brain.
1: I want the last movie to not have any Jedi. Have you noticed that like there's, there's not a lot of Jedi in my, in the shows that I, I, well, Did, Dark except Disciple. for the one that's about yeah, Jedi Dark Disciple. Um, yeah, but I mean, with the other ones,
0: yeah, it yeah, that's gives literally you... it.
1: Because like, I'm not a big fan of the Jedi. Well,
0: it's it, they. It takes the story in a different direction when you have a person mm-hmm. with a with magical powers and a laser sword, right? Like that. If you're a bunch of troopers with blasters, and this dude has magic powers and a laser sword, it there's no balance. Whereas, if it's like yeah. this person's a pilot, this person's a gunner on a starship, like yeah, there's balance there because they both have the same ability to wreak the same level of habit, yeah, then it becomes skill, not <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. Midichlorians. yeah, not it's not a science project at that point, so yeah, I think that there is a i I, I think Jedi have to be used sparingly unless the entire show is just gonna be like hey, it's Old Republic, so there's Jedi everywhere, and that's just part of what we yeah. accept. That That's the only way I think that it really works, but, I mean, for TV shows, it's going to elevate. It's going to take it... Like, luckily with Mandalorian, they were able to still have, like, the Darksaber, but it wasn't like the dark saber was just cutting through everything like a hot knife through butter. Like, there were still other weapons yeah. that could... Like, the Beskar steel that could still hold it at bay. I think that still works, but it's not like everybody in the galaxy is going to have a metal rod made out of Beskar steel that can stop a lightsaber from cutting you in half. Like that's just,
1: I mean, Viro blades in, um, KOTOR stops. But
0: but I like that. Like you had the same thing with like the staffs that the, um, the separatists had, right. Where like the end of it could still kind of stop and redirect. Yeah. They could still stop and redirect. So you had other weapons that could hold it at bay. Like, yeah, as long as you have access to that and it kind of evens the playing field, uh, I'm in favor of that, but yeah, otherwise it, the, the balance gets thrown completely off once you introduce Force users, Jedi, Sith, whatever.
1: Yeah. So the last thing that I would like to do would be a basically Firefly, except Star War. I want to have a Star War Firefly. Isn't that what Firefly where,
0: was, though? Wasn't that like yeah, their not, version but of but Star Wars? But it Wars? wasn't
1: Star... Yeah, but it's not really Star War, though. But like, I like do the same thing. Except now you can make it in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, like so we're still kind of like outrunning you know Imperials and stuff like that sometimes, but we also need to outrun the Rebel Alliance because they're also kind of not right, you know, or maybe not your maybe you make it. See, I see. I I don't. I would rather make this one like old, like before everything that happens in like before Episode One. I would make it before Episode One, like before N- naboo and so that way like you you you're still like you're running away from like the uh you have mention of these things but you're not anywhere near them so like you like, can like, you can maybe have a jedi every now and then yeah. but it's definitely not a there's no tr- like there's a trade federation and maybe you do stuff like but there's no separatists there's no republic you're just going against whatever the senate is and like, well, that's that's I don't know, the Republic, space cops or something. Well, that would, is, is it? That uh, would still be. Yeah, yeah but you're right. Like, not like the Republic that we know. Yeah, not, like, the not, the not, not the Republic, that uh, has yeah. yeah, the
0: Alliance is is post Empire. You're talking like pre Empire. But are you saying like High Republic or just like? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying like. I mean,
1: I, I don't know about High Republic. I mean, like obviously the Jedi are doing their thing. Um, and maybe the jedi are like this like the cia or fbi yeah. or whatever it is like they're not the baddies but like we also gotta like we're also doing stuff like on the dl that maybe the jedi don't like well i think it may maybe maybe one of our buyers is we're transporting something from what was that sith home world called
0: fuck i don't remember
1: like, in, in KOTOR, like, there's that cool... Oh, with the had all yeah, the, yeah,
0: yeah. Fuck, I don't... May,
1: maybe you're transporting stuff like that, and the Jedi get wind of it, and
0: they're like, nah uh that's ooh, bad. Yeah.
1: That could be a fun episode by
0: itself. No, you know what would be dope? If you did that, right, but you piggyback on it, and you do almost like a 1313, like, you do, like, in, like a Coruscant Underworld-style show. Okay, but yeah. you've got your Jedi, that you've got your big Jedis that go, and they do, the, oh, we're gonna do this trade dispute, and we're gonna go and help out this senator, like, you've got that, but then you have this, like, lower branch of Jedi that are literally the outcasts. Like, you could fucking call it Jedi outcasts. And it is just <laughs> the underground police force that these guys know they're never going to be Jedi Council. They know their names are never going to be celebrated. They're not going to lead platoons of soldiers. These are your, these are your Quinlan Vosses. These are your guys that are being tasked with the, the unredeemable task and they have to balance the, am I, it's like the uh, identity crisis where they're like, am I still a Jedi if I'm doing these things? I think that would be fucking dope. Like, You know what? I, I like that. Let's
1: put them together. Let's make this a show. I dig
0: it. I think, and episodically. It's like the boys, but. No, kind of, right? Like you, you <laughs> have this group that you're just like, they're fucked. And nobody they don't really have the support of the council, but they still have to obey the council because they still buy into the Jedi mindset. And then like when mm-hmm. you can literally have it go up to Order 66, where these guys are not recognized as like Jedi, really. There's no and then troopers. Like, do you help the Jedi Dude, or do you just like say, I'm out? No, uh, we done? That, that's my finale is they literally go. No, watch it burn. And they, they want the Jedi Order to fail because they realize that they, have, they as Jedi have fallen so far and they wouldn't have had the Jedi Council not tasked them with that workload, like those work orders, like if they were not given the tasks that they were given. So when they watch it all fall, they just go, now we're at peace because now we don't have to do this anymore. I think that would be. They dope. are. They are the gray Jedi. Dude, that's what I want. Like, I think that would be dope. Where they just they understand like, what was, sh- doesn't ever need to be again. And I think that'd be fucking cool. And that's Liam. We just we just made
1: Star Wars Jedi yep. Outcast the series. I think congratulations, executive producer credit. I dude, um, I would
0: I would kill to see that show. I'll fucking write that show. That'd be dope,
1: dude. Right? I'm like, let me let me do it. Let this.
0: Papa Disney. dude. Let's we'll write um, the show. Let us know. We'll do a spec script. We'll submit it, and then we will make all the money as they as they buy it.
1: What do you think Star Wars? So, like, the three things that are coming out of Celebration. What do you think those are going to be? I'm thinking two of them are. I, I think it's going to be the uh, High Republic. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Teased, I think it's going to be High they've Republic. Teased
0: that before, so I think they'll do something with that. Um, but I don't know what. I, I think you maybe do two movies
1: that are High Republic. But I don't know what you do for the third one, like, because I, like they said three new movies, not series. Three new movies. No, so I, you, I don't know what the third movie no, is. No, it would
0: probably be High Republic. You're gonna do one that's based on, um, probably that Rogue Squadron or the the uh, yeah Rogue Squadron.
1: Well, Kathleen Kennedy's not not Kathleen Kennedy. Patty, uh, Jenkins. Patty Jenkins isn't a part of it anymore. You
0: no, know, but that doesn't mean that they weren't still moving forward with the concept. Um, I could see them True. doing something like that and I mean if I'm doing a third I mean I see the reason the reason I do two high republics
1: I put one out in theaters and I make one of them a Disney Plus. Uh, a Disney Plus yeah. like the kid version cuz like that's the they they've got like the adult version of high republic and then they have those that kitty version of the high republic where it's the padawans well
0: instead of the uh the actual knights Are you keeping up with Mandalorian at all? No. No? Okay. So are you, do you plan to, you're waiting for the season to end, then you watch it? No. Okay. So this season they're diving really hard into the Mandalorians and them trying to retake Mandalore. So you could literally have this season end on like the cliffhanger that it's them versus the remnants of the empire that are still around Mandalore. And that's your movie. It's literally like the Mandalorians retaking Mandalore. Do you
1: know what's going to be bad though if that's the movie?
0: I'm I'd be okay with that. That'd be dope.
1: Like a man like the Mandalorian movie, like the fight for Mandalore or something yeah, why like not? that. Star Wars Mandalore. Dude, if
0: you if you reestablish the Mandalorians as like instead of a nomadic people, like you reestablish them as like an actual culture. I think that'd be kind of dope because then going forward, you can you can utilize you can you can tap into them as though they are a warrior cast as opposed to just a nomadic but wasn't the set of warrior boat caste,
1: But wasn't the warrior cast like the bad cast Yeah, but in according to Star Wars But you've
0: seen, but, but now through the Clone Wars, we've seen how that failed. We've seen that the political structure failed in that regard I mean, we saw that across the galaxy, ultimately that yeah. politics broke down and failed because one person always tried to grab too much power And there was nobody to stand in their way to try to check and balance this. So I think that you have that. Now, the Mandalorians, more than probably anybody, have really seen why that fails, and they understand what needs to be done to rebuild successfully. Mm -hmm. And, like, they kind of understand, too, that, like, being a Mandalorian isn't just um, by, like, a blood right. They also understand, like adopting foundlings that are not of mandalorian bloodlines but still embracing the mandalorian cause to me it it screams of uh parallels to judaism right like here you have a persecuted people time and time again throughout history that you can be um because they they call it a um fuck it you because Judaism is is both uh, a race and a religion, but not everybody is of both, right? Because you have people that convert mm-hmm. to Judaism that are Jewish but not of Jewish descent. Mandalorians operate in a similar fashion. Like you can still convert to being a follower of Mandalore, right? being a Mandalorian. But that doesn't mean that you were born or of a bloodline of Mandalore. I think you have a whole geopolitical spectrum that you can really tackle with this that would have a lot of unique parallels to today's culture that would resonate with a lot of people.
1: I always feel feel like with your explanation, instead of Judaism, I would use like Zoroastrianism. So like a very of an old religion that is like slowly dying because you can't get into it. Like, the only way that, like, they don't take, like, they don't take converts it's like one of those like you got to be born into it but
0: see but that like it's a weird but that's why, it's a weird thing it's like you, know, you can't but be, that's why it would be different because you you don't mm-hmm. have the potential to expand well i mean, that well, I mean that's what i mean yeah. like you can like
1: that's how they live is because of the foundlings it's like otherwise mandalorian culture is like dying. It's gone no it's gone. Like, yeah. you have to have you have to have the foundlings in order to excuse me in order to actually not be dead yeah yeah not like just have everything
0: but that's what i like about this is that there is there's more depth to it than just like oh here's the last remnants of of mandalore and they're on the mandalorians and that's it like i love that there is a we are expanding our culture because we understand the limitations of what we are and why we need foundlings to continue to to um are there enough grow.
1: Mandalorians left, though, to, so in, to fight a well, war? Well, but
0: in the TV show, they're, they're they're basically they've established that this group. And real quick, real quick, who has Mandalore at this point in time? So it was raised. So the Empire glassed the planet. They bombed the entire planet, okay. and it was deemed uninhabitable. Well, then it
1: should be it should be very easy to retake it. Then.
0: <laughs> well, but here's the but here's the thing, right? So the planet itself was deemed uninhabitable, but in this season, sorry, spoiler alerts for those that haven't watched it yet. In the season, the Mandalorian, uh, Din Djeric, goes to the planet, right? With Bo-Katan. And what's what's really cool about this is that them going to the planet would determine whether or not it was going to be even eligible to be retaken. There are still moons that orbit Mandalore that are hospitable, and in one of those... um, in one of the episodes, bo castle, which is one of the last standing castles of, of Mandalorian build, gets destroyed by the Empire. So there are still warlords. There are still rem, re- imperial remnants that are within those pockets of the galaxy. So you're not fighting the Empire as it was during the original trilogy. It's more warlords that are grabbing for power, but they still have the firepower to— Wreak havoc, and they're not going to want to see the Mandalorians rise. So I think there could there yeah. you could still build a very solid case for that being a, a cinematic experience that you've built up through three seasons of The Mandalorian.
1: Oh, you know what I just realized? It's going to be Ezra.
0: No, they're supposed to. Oh, are they doing a movie? Yeah, they're doing like... a TV show for Ezra. Well, they're doing it. They're
1: doing the the Ahsoka thing, which is them going to be her trying to find Ezra. And then the movie, I would assume, would be them going back. And that's honestly, that would be a fun way because, like, then you get to bring Thrawn in. Because didn't that happen? He goes into like the weird nothing space with Thrawn Isn't that how the Rebels ended. I don't remember. I don't, but, I, I'll
0: be honest, I don't think I yeah. watched the end of Thrawn uh, or of, uh, yeah, Star Wars know, Rebels of Rebels. Yeah. yeah. I
1: think that's how it ended, I believe. So, I mean, like, I feel like that's how it's. I could see them doing something like that because then they could be like, all right, look, we got the Twilight. We got the, we can still have the Mandalorian girl in there. We've got Ahsoka. And here we go. Here's, we've got Ezra. And we can, we can bring people back. And maybe they bring that evil
0: from. Oh, well, we've got Skeleton. The dark Skeleton the crew darkness. is still coming. I don't know what that yeah, is. Oh so, that's the yeah, so, oh that's not the Bad Batch. No, that's Bad Batch was the cartoon ones. But yeah, you've got Ahsoka, you've got Skeleton Crew. Rogue Squad. Well, maybe that's what you what is Skeleton Crew? Please be Imperials. I don't think so, but it looks like Taika Watidi is supposed to have a movie. Uh, yeah. Pass. It looks like they were going to tap Edgar Wright for a film. That would have been dope. I'd have been into that.
1: That would have been fun. I'd have been
0: okay with that. You know who needs you need you know who needs to write a uh a Star Wars movie? Damon Lindelof? No. Cuz he's writing one. Uh Oh. Sean Levy. <laughs> well, there you go. Sean Levy. Oh, Sean Levy would be yeah, good. Yeah, he's writing one. Uh Uh no, the
1: dude from Predator.
0: The dude from Predator. Yeah. Adrian Brody?
1: No, 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 no. The original Predator, who's a director, who died in the like, he's like the first guy to die in Predator, vamp. And you want him to have a movie? Yeah,
0: this is is it Shane Black? Is that his name? Oh, Shane Black. Oh, I don't know if I want Shane Black to have one. I mean, I liked really? I liked Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but Iron Man. Yeah, like, I I would, Iron I Man, kiss, kiss, Iron Bang, Man. Iron Man Three them. is my least favorite of the Iron Man movies. Oh, see, that's my
1: favorite oh, of the no, Iron Man no, movies. No, 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 no. I like I like funny Iron Man. I like fun Iron Man. He was, like, he's also not he's not in he's not Iron Man half the movie and that's what makes Iron was, Man great. He was
0: funny in the first two Iron Man films. John Favreau did a phenomenal job establishing Iron Man, establishing the MCU. Yeah,
1: yeah he did The Nice Guys too though, which is probably one of my favorite movies. The nice
0: Guys. Which one was that one? Uh, is that uh, Mark Wahlberg and No 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 no, no. that's uh Russell Crowe oh, and,
1: and uh, uh The pretty one. Hold on,
0: Ryan Gosling.
1: Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that's a fun movie. Make the nice guys.
0: No. So okay, so with Shane Black, I mean, he's very much dark humor, which I think Mm -hmm. could work if you're doing it with like the right characters. But I just, I don't think that works cinematically. I, I maybe Shane Black doing a TV show, but I don't think cinematics. can,
1: Can we do? Can can Shane Black do Dark Disciple? I don't know. Do you want it to be comedic? Because because it, it's buddy copy, like like the nice guys and kiss kiss bang bang, and you can have like a toxic buddy cop relationship, and
0: that's what Dark Disciple is. I mean, I don't I don't know if Shane Black would be my my pick, my first. That's name. fair. That's fair. I mean, uh, there's probably ten other directors. I just, I just I'm going didn't want first.
1: I just didn't want Tyka with T D to do it.
0: Oh no, I wouldn't have Taika do a like a Roman No no spy.
1: I I I just don't want Taika Waititi to do Star Wars movies. I feel like it's going to be too goofy and I'm not a fan of that. I
0: I'll be honest, I think with Love and Thunder, he swung too wide with it and I think he was I think he kind of understood like okay, I probably need to rein it in. So I don't think he'd swing as wide with this. There'll be elements that are still very Taika Waititi, but I think that he would I think he'd be, he'd be more um appreciative of the source material if that makes sense or of, of like okay. the universe that he's existing in but i
1: can we let the can we let the dude who did clone wars do it because he's a big star Wars fan a hat guy
0: oh yeah um
1: man with hat
0: yeah uh why am i blanking on his name i wanted to say lev grossman lev? no uh fuck damn that sucks i can't remember his name but yeah no he damn. he freaking loves star wars and
1: yeah, let him do a Star Wars. I mean, they
0: were they were gonna let Kevin Feige do a Star Wars movie at one point. So I mean, they're kind of handing them out. They literally there was one point where it felt like everybody was getting a movie. They were like, you know who, Ryan you know who Johnson's should get a movie? A it should be us.
1: Yeah, you and me. Actually, I don't. We, I don't want the movie. I won't want the movie. I want the series. Yeah. I can do more with the yeah, series. Yeah, I can do way more with the series. Do way more with the series. Yeah, make it great. Yeah. Disney, let us have a series. And here's the thing: if it's not good, write it off. <laughs> You can, write it off as a tax. You, you can back girl us. Pull a WB just yeah, write it off. You can back
0: girl us. That's fine.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Like just give us that option. Give us the chance to come in. We'll pitch we'll we'll write it for you. We'll pitch it for you. You can give us the yay or nay. If if
0: if you give us the green light, we'll do our best. If you don't like it, back girl it. Yep, yeah, back girl it and then we can still go on all these podcasts and talk shows talking about what could have been.
1: What could have been? Yeah. Then we're set for life, man. We're good.
0: good. We're done. I'm good.
1: Uh we get that Disney pay? Like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> that Disney severance we, pay? Cuz here's the thing, we get to put uh Disney on our resumes. Like, we wrote a pilot for Disney, yeah. you know? It's like we had a we wrote a show for Disney. Yeah. And then cuz all you have to say is like, I mean, yeah, and they decide like we we did some really good stuff. We got to pilot and then they decided not to take it. I mean, that's the way that the, the world works. They decided to go in a different direction and no one is gonna look bad at you, especially in this media environment with everything with Netflix and Warner Brothers and all that stuff, they're gonna be like, oh man, I can't believe Disney did that to yeah. you. We won't be the bad guys, we can make trash. Yeah. And we'll, they'll still be like, man, we feel, we feel really bad because it wouldn't wouldn't
0: matter how good or bad it was. They would just go, ah, yeah. I can't believe they didn't let you guys do that because we can pitch it and make it sound as exciting as possible. Exactly. And then, and then we cast, I don't
1: know, dogs. Right. Uh, Like it's just, it's just a show about dogs. Um, yeah, you never know. But yeah, uh, Liam, thanks for coming on. And, uh, I, I think we've got, I think we've got the, the, what did we call it? Scoundrel, outcast. I think outcast is our yeah. That's the, our. I goal think that there. out of
0: all the shows we've pitched, I think that's the moneymaker. So, um, I think, I think we'll be good. We'll be good. I think Jedi outcasts is going to be the that'll be the one that wins.
1: But here's the thing though we're 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 pitching. We're gonna pitch all of them to them. Oh it's yeah, like, we're not gonna we're not gonna pitch just one. We're gonna no. pitch them
0: all. But but, but you start like but you start with the worst and you build your way up to Jedi outcast. And if they haven't said yes to any of the other ones, then we know like all right, this is the Hail Mary. Go with Jedi. Yeah, Outcast. then we're like,
1: our last one is Jedi Outcasts. And then you'll have that one, like, 40 year
0: old executive who's been dozing off and be like,
1: Oh, Jedi Outcasts, I played that game. Yep,
0: exactly. <laughs> or he just goes, Oh, okay, but where are you going with this? And then we take them completely in a different direction than video game, and they go, Oh, oh, yeah, we can work with that. And we're like, Yeah, you can. Yeah.
1: And they're like, Ha ha. You know. All right, so Liam, where can people find you social media Oh,
0: man, you can find me at Liam DeCosimo if you want to uh, follow any of my my narration shenanigans uh, on the Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. I sing songs sometimes on TikTok as well. So, uh, yeah, at Liam DeCosimo. You can also go to liamdecosimo.com if you would like to book me to narrate one of your books.
1: I'll write you a book that you can narrate. Sounds good. I won't pay you, though. You,
0: pr- I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs>
1: It's like I'll pay you an honor bright CD. Oh, <laughs>
0: so, That's like negative income, and I have so many of those already. I wouldn't help.
1: You should just send them out like that instead of instead of a card, like a business card. You should just write all of your info on like an honor bright CD just and like give out. those.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna honestly um, I'm gonna start doing that.
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcast. Find the Animation Station or anime podcast on the Animation Station. Again, just social media Animation Station Podcast. No, that's not it. It's called the Anime Book Club. Fair play. It's one of those nights. Um, Yeah, check out the Anime Book Club. You can find us there. Um, And yeah, thanks to 1 out of 10 for the intro and outro. Check them out on Spotify at 1 out of 10. Thanks to Wild Bills for sponsoring this episode. Get yourself some delicious Wild Bills soda by using code FANDOM10 at checkout to get 15% off your purchase at Wild Bills. Drinkwildbills.com. Uh, again, Liam, thanks so much. Of course. Thanks, Josh. All right, bye, everybody. I'm at the leading authority, on oh, action, poetical, using big words. But this writer is my philosophy about living in such a world, yeah. You and I got a to live, so it's the point.